Hello. Hi. And welcome to the 10th episode of the Tried by Fire podcast. The podcast that was recorded in the past, played in the future. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I had I was gonna say I don't rem- I don't know I kind of make this up as I go along so I just try I just try and figure something out that was all I got. Um, if you don't know uh, what this podcast is about, we talk about stuff, usually stuff that's relevant to what we've experienced either this week or currently, just in general. But uh, we talk about stuff, and uh, you listen to the t- stuff we talk about, and uh, yeah. Is there any any better detail? You have a better description than I do. No, can you believe it though? It's the tenth episode already. Yeah, I planned. I did well. Actually, I didn't plan on doing too many episodes. I originally I was thinking of doing one episode a month, and it became this weekly thing. Uh, I don't know how, but uh, what we're gonna I'm gonna do is I'm going to record twelve episodes, and then we're gonna take a little break. So that will be the first season of the podcast. Twelve episodes. We'll take a short break, uh, a couple weeks, maybe a month, and then I'll come back with new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, because uh, I need some, I need some time to film some other stuff as well. Uh, if you don't know, we have the conclusion series that we have on the uh, YouTube channel, which is where we go through the Book of Ecclesiastes. I give you some uh, life advice lessons. Uh, using the Bible, using the book of Ecclesiastes particularly. Um, I have enjoyed filming those. Uh, I've enjoyed editing those. Those take a long time to edit, so those are the ones that I think you should spend the most time watching, and they're usually only like 10 minutes long. The older ones were like 30 minutes long. I have learned to cut them down immensely, uh, but yeah, so we're, we're experimenting with different stuff with that, and then starting next month, at the end of the month, we are uh, introducing a new series into YouTube called Food Vlogs. It's a little less um, biblical. It's not really, but... I mean, it's I just more like... You just gotta... You, you, you view into our life yeah. what, we're, what we're doing, and you also see what we're making. Uh, we have some time to experiment with different foods. I love to cook and experiment, although she's doing most of the cooking in the videos, but... Um, you know, I come up with the idea of what we, we should cook, and then she does it. <laughs> uh, we have recipes that we try, and uh, we tell you if they're good or not, um, if they're worth making, if they're worth going out of your way for. Um, so, yeah, uh, last Tuesday of every month, those will come out starting next month, and I'm excited about it. They're short, fairly short. Um, they have some commentary in the middle, and they're kind of funny. Um, and, yeah, I think you guys will really like it. So stay tuned for that. Um, we also have pop sockets, in case you didn't know. Uh, I talked to pop sockets, and I know I told you guys last week that I would try and talk to the, the pop socket place guy thing. And uh, I talked to them, and they said that they don't do a uh, drop shipping, so we cannot do it on their store. I'll have to buy these separately and uh, just have a, my own storage of them, uh, which we'll talk about more later on i have to buy a whole bunch in order to to make it worth my while so that's coming in the future and i will let you know more about that we also have devotionals i'm gonna have physical copies of those as well in the future coming soon i'm excited about those as well Um, but you can pre-order the digital versions right now uh, for free on google play books 
99 cents everywhere else because they won't let me do it for free everywhere else. But Google Playbooks, worth it. And then, um, yeah, comes out August 16th, maybe sooner, depending on what happens. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, Anchor Calling. I want to let you guys know. You can call in. Go to Anchor. It's a website or an app. You can use the app. It's probably better. Uh, and you can, any questions or any comments you want to leave for us, you can leave a voicemail to us, and it saves it into the, their database. I get it. I can put it on the next episode, what you're saying or, or your question that you have, and then I can answer that question. It's like magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying, it's like you're calling into a radio, except it's not live. It's it's one week uh, late, so, also, yeah. Also, our friends and families have our personal numbers they could always call and text us yeah but it's better this way because then you can leave like a voicemail and it will be played on the episode like you get to hear yourself on this episode yeah true so i think you should go into anchor a-n-c-h-o-r anchor you can google that or look it up on your uh your store your app stores um iphone or android you can do it on either one so check it out um worth it i think you think okay well um that's it for the announcements (laughs) let's continue on with our day and our first segment that i've called dad joke of the day that's where i give a dad joke really today yeah oh i have to explain what it is otherwise people will be confused (laughs) my dad joke today is my wife is really mad at the fact that I have no sense of direction. So I packed up my stuff and write. Okay. You get it? I get it. Instead of packed up my stuff and left? Yeah. yeah. Because I have no sense of direction, so I write. Whatever. This, that was the dad joke. Did of you write the a book? Day. What? Did you write a book? You know what? You should leave the dad jokes to dads. <laughs> Anyway, well, let's get into the topics. The topics. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how do I how do I put that as like a, a, a title, like a like a segment? Uh, into the topics. I don't. Whatever. In, anyway, we're gonna get into the topics. In case you don't know how this is formed or formulated, we talk about something not so serious at the beginning, something not so serious at the end, and then two things in the middle that are pretty serious. Um, or at least have reason to, to, to talk about, talk about, yeah, and people to complain about. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's a good time. Usually we start off with something that's kind of impacted us in the week, so um, I'm going to talk about uh, something that we started last week about her phone having the cracked screen uh, and getting the replacement and the crack and all that kind of stuff, and I called and uh, they made me leave a voicemail. They emailed me back that night, um, and they said they were going to send a replacement. All we had to do was send pictures of what the screen looked like and all that kind of stuff, and so we did. And uh, the replacement should come today, hopefully with no cracks. I'm going to film uh, the, me opening. I'm going to film me getting the package, me f- opening the package, and me taking the, the screen and putting it into its proper place just so I cannot be blamed. Yep. <laughs> For another break, unless it is my fault, in which case then I can be blamed for another break and I'm not going to buy another screen. I'm just going to buy me a new phone. Buy myself a new phone and give her mine. No, buy me a new phone. 
No, buy me no. a new phone. But Why would I buy you a new phone? You just throw it anyway. If you, if you break my screen... You're going to break it? <laughs> Might as well be me. Whatever. Anyway, so yeah, that's, that's happening today. Um, I'll let you know how that works out later, I guess, I don't, if you're interested. See. You can call in and tell me you're interested to Anchor. Okay. A-N-C-H-O-R. Anchor. Anyway. What was it again? Anchor. That's Anchor. Anchor.fm if you want to look it up on the uh, oh, browser. Oh, okay. In the Is interwebs. that the thing that the boats have? And then the, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's the same, the same spelling. <laughs> exact same spelling. So if you know how to spell Anchor, as in like anchoring a boat, you know how to spell Anchor. Um, I also want to mention in this last week, if you're interested in uh, our life, Melody got a kiddie pool. So, yeah, that's exciting. And she's out in it right now. She's so excited about it. It's like maybe a foot deep. It's not even, it's like maybe four feet wide. She's so happy with it. It's just a little things that I guess we take for granted, right? That she just, she's just so in love with it. And I don't know. I feel like with something like that, I feel like there's so much, so much better things out there. I'd be happier with a squirt gun. But it's just me. I, I don't no. know. Maybe I'm just different. Maybe I'm a, just because I'm a boy. I, I would have loved a little pool like that in her age, uh, I guess. I don't know. I would have I wanted a I also a grew up gun. in like the middle of the middle of the desert. But if I can't so. get like a good pool, like a real pool, why, why get a pool at all? Because it's hot. Well, it's, but a squirt gun works just as well. No, a squirt and it's gun, more you're fun. getting attacked. Yeah, and it's more fun. You can attack back with no. squirt guns. You can't do that with a pool. You can't throw a pool at somebody. Pool, I mean, you could, but it wouldn't it. be very fun. <sighs> anyway, we also built a garden. Yeah. A U-shaped garden. Um, it turned out kind of cool. We, we took some cinder blocks, we stacked them, we leveled them, and we uh, made it into a U. So, yeah, if you follow us on Facebook, if you follow me personally, or Eva... Or my mom, you'll see all that stuff. I, I, did we post pictures? I don't think we posted no, we pictures didn't post of that. Pictures they did though. Um, but yeah, they, they post stuff of that. Um, I mean, those are just cool. our, those are our cool. personal accounts. So yeah, I don't know if I want everybody first following our personal accounts. Follow fa- Try by Fire. Don't don't follow me. <laughs> I don't po- I don't post much on my much on my personal account anyway. Um, but yeah, I guess yeah, kind of cool. And then uh, even cooler than that. Um, I don't know if it, if I should really even share this. I don't know if it's going to be that much important. You want to wait until she shares it? Maybe. I'll save it. I'll leave you in suspense. You call in and make your guesses. Say, I think it's this or whatever you think it might be. But it's, uh, it's exciting stuff. It's exciting it news. It it's good news. I don't know for sure if it's true or not. I have to believe it is because of the way that it, it took place. Um, but... Uh, if you're a Christian, uh, it's exciting. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else happened this week? We went to the Habit today. It's a good day. Yeah. I'd say. Oh, man. What the heck? Habit is awesome. Best burger I think you can get. I do. I think it's better than In-N-Out. I think it's better than, definitely better than Whataburger. I don't think it's better than In-N-Out. It's better than In-N-Out, yeah. Their fries are better than In-N-Out's fries. And their burgers are, are delicious. I, I love In-N-Out. Don't get me wrong. I love In-N-Out. But. But. Yeah. You had a chicken sandwich today. I did. I had a chicken sandwich. You didn't even get a burger, you mm-hmm. weirdo. You went to the Habit and I got tried, a chicken sandwich. I tried their, their chicken sandwich. It was pretty good. Are you tired? 
Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to yawn. All right, well, let's get into the second topic, second subject, the one that's a little more serious. I'm going to ask you personally, do you think the media is lying? They always lie. Do you think they're exaggerating the COVID numbers? I don't know. Possibly, possibly not. So I checked last night, I think. Mm -hmm. I don't remember when I checked. I checked sometime this week. And uh, it it said that the overall total of deaths was at 5.4 million or something like that. For the whole world? For the whole world, yeah. Not just not just for the U.S. The U.S. was like, uh, I don't know, not, not like a small... I mean, it was a large portion of that, but... Um, so, COVID... Like, hang on. I have a computer right in front of me. Why not just use it? So, for, uh, for California, there's 90,000 confirmed cases, apparently. 3,000 deaths. Um, but for the United States as a whole, there's 1.71 million confirmed cases and 100,000 confirmed deaths, which that wasn't at. That wasn't at 100,000 just a few minutes ago, and I I checked only for the United States. Um, Wow. Uh, Anyway, worldwide, there is 5.56 million worldwide. No, that's, that's, it went up like, it went up like 0.10 million. Uh, Anyway, that's confirmed cases, and then 349,000 deaths, 2.27 million recovered, um, but still, it's a large portion of almost 350,000 deaths. Um, what about the other three point whatever million? Are they still are there, it's, still yeah, they're still sick. They just they don't know if they're going to recover or die. It's, I mean, they're in the they're in the in between right now. Um, that's the total count. Now that's according to uh, I believe. Well, it's according to the CDC. I, I think they get their their information from the CDC. Um, I'm pretty sure they do. And uh, we were told to, to listen to the CDC as a means of uh, accurate information by the president, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying that the CDC is, is lying and that the numbers are going down. So, so are the numbers going down or are they going up? And should we trust the president? Because obviously he can't make up his mind. Or should we trust the CDC? Because, I mean, what if those numbers are exaggerated? Hello? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Sorry, I spaced out. Um, I don't know. I feel like people are, like, trying to contradict themselves now, like, because they want things personally. Like, a lot of people are saying, oh, open up the nail salons and stuff. Because they want to go selfishly go and get their nails done and stuff like that, or get their hair done when I don't even know if that's. It's like the last thing that I would worry about. Super mandatory. It's so it's so crazy to think. I don't know. So apparently, um, apparently last year, um, last year according to the CDC, last year, roughly. Uh, 291,000 to 646,000 people worldwide died from the flu. Okay. Now we take that that number. We'll, we'll we'll use the largest of the two numbers. Six. We'll say we'll say 646,000 people, according to the CDC, have died from the flu in one year. Right. Last year. If we take that number, and we combine that or or estimate that to the cor- coronavirus, according to the CDC, still. 
5.56 million people have died just this year, and the year isn't even over yet. People are saying that this is just a... No, that's, just, an, that's confirmed. 5.56 is confirmed. Oh, okay. Right. 349,000. Sorry. 349,000 people have died this year, and that is those, those confirmed deaths, it's right? It's only been five months. And it's only been five months. That's just this year so far. Yeah. That's half of whatever the other one was. If this is, and I'm curious to know, if this is just kind of like the flu, do they, do, do they have the, the rates of how many people have died from the flu versus how many people have died from COVID this year? Because I'm curious. I'm just curious to know. Like, is, it, is, it, is there a difference between the two, or is it equaling out to the same? Because if that's the case, if it's equaling out to the same, then that means that the coronavirus is the exact same thing as the flu. I know a lot of people are saying that the hospitals and stuff are getting paid more if they label the deaths as COVID instead of whatever it was and stuff like that. So I think those numbers could be incorrect because of the hospitals labeling them wrong. But it also goes into, I mean, even if they are incorrect, even if this is not the right number, right, it, it also goes into to, to wonder, like, how many of those deaths were from an illness, from the flu? And sure. is it making a difference to the, the coronavirus compared to the flu? Is, is the flu just as deadly is the question that I'm trying to, to get to. Right. Or is the CDC correct in their calculations? And I mean, because 350,000 people—that's well, that's a remarkable—that's a remarkable number to be wrong, all of wrong. Supposedly, before the CDC was saying that, I, I haven't confirmed this, so you could take my word for it, or not. Um, that supposedly the CDC was saying that the coronavirus can transfer very easily from object to object, whatever. If you just, you know, spreads. And now they're contradicting that statement, like it doesn't spread super easily, or it's just like, um, or person contact, whatever. But but not even that makes sense because there's people that that are smarter than me, who have labeled this just another flu, and even the flu is that is that easy to yeah. to contract. So if it is just another flu, which people have said it is, and now they're saying that you can't contract that then that means it's not another flu, that it's something else entirely. In which case, what is all of this? Mm -hmm. We did all of this for no reason? I I don't understand. I don't know. My biggest biggest fear is not so much of the, the... I'm not even afraid to contract the disease as much as I am about opening, just having a mass opening. Um, And not because of... uh, the disease safety regulations, but because the people that are on the front lines have to deal with so much already. They have to deal with people already upset, and they use the, the coronavirus as a means to, to get their way. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you guys don't have shampoo? <laughs> oh, I got the disease, and he starts coughing on everything, or coughs in your face, takes their mask down, and purposely just breathes in people's faces that are just working at Walmart or at Target or wherever they're working. People are just crazy. And so if we did a mass opening, 
just all of a sudden and just allowed anybody to free roam into any place they want to, that's just going to be, it's going to be chaos for those people that are working in those, in those stores. Mm-hmm. It's already chaos. So just imagine just uncontrolled chaos. I mean, it's crazy to me. It's crazy. And that's exactly what, what most Republicans anyway, that I've seen, most conservatives want. They want, they want everything to open up with no limitations and no reason to, to, to complain, really. But yeah. in actuality, these same people are the ones that are making a problem. Uh, we could. I mean, essentially, if you think about it, we could open up. We could be perfectly fine in doing the things that we did with the safety regulations that we have. But peop- so many people don't listen and don't care. More people don't care and don't listen than that do. Mm-hmm. And so it ruins it for everybody. And so we can't do that because people are dumb. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, would, tell me what you think. You call into Anchor. Use Anchor. I'm telling you. Use it. I want to hear your guys' opinions. I want to give you your guys' thoughts. And, um, and if you want to be featured in the show, I'll feature you in the show. Or if you want to just say something and then not be featured in the show, you can say that in the message as well. And I won't feature you, but I'll answer your questions. But, uh, but yeah, next episode, I'd like to be able to feature some people in the show. So, so call in. Next topic. Um, this this kind of rolls into the same thing, um, but it, it can be a standalone topic as well. Do you think it's okay for a Christian to be afraid or to have fear? A healthy fear, yeah. Fear of the Lord, yes. So you don't think it's okay for a Christian to be afraid of falling off uh, a hundred foot cliff? So you can just walk on the edge of it and not be scared? Yeah, I mean, why would you put yourself in that position in the first place? Adrenaline, I don't know. I wouldn't put myself in that position. (laughs) I'm just saying, do you think it would be okay for someone to just mess with their life like that? No, that wouldn't be okay. I personally would not do that because if it's putting my life in danger, then no. My life is not my own to take, so God gave me my life to steward. So what if it regards somebody else's life? To save their life? Yeah. So, for instance, if um, I'm trying to think of the, the I, we could use COVID, I guess, but that's stupid. It sounds stupid. There's to me. a little kid. Let's use near the let's use leprosy. Leprosy. Yeah, this is a skin disease, uh-huh. and uh, uh, you can I think you can easily contract it. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a thing anymore. I think they have cures for it. But let's say we're living in Bible times, and there's no cure for it. There's no anything for it, right? Mm-hmm. And there's lepers. And uh, they were you, they used to be set aside. Would you openly go into a leper's house to try and help them or preach the gospel to them? Would you openly do that? To preach the gospel, yeah. Or would that be fearful? It would be fearful, but I'd probably do it. Would it be okay to be afraid of that? Yeah, I guess, but I guess the more of the fear, besides contracting it, would be disappointing, disappointing God, you know? I don't know. But would it be disappointing, God, if you didn't put your your life on the line for something like that? If I didn't? Mm-hmm. It's either, it's either go and reach these lepers, right? Uh-huh. Or go and reach 
a good majority of the world. Those are your two options here. I don't know. It's a moral dilemma. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I guess wherever. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> I think. So I'm writing. A, I have a devotional. It's already written, actually. It's a devotional called Focused Fear, and that, that's uh, it's going to be the third devotional that comes out. Um, it'll come out next year, but uh, in in the devotional, I speak about. I use Bible verses to, to back this up, but I speak about how uh, fear is not something that we should be afraid of, if that makes sense. We shouldn't right. be, fear shouldn't control our motives, so to speak. Uh, God should control our motives. But I do believe that it is okay for a Christian to fear. Um, I think if you didn't fear, you wouldn't rely on God. Right. Without that, that, that's, that, feeling of of i'm not going to be able to do this you would you would feel like you could do it Mm -hmm. Uh, you need to feel like you can't do it that's the only way that you're going to have god use you is if you feel like you can't do it by yourself so fear is a good is a good driving factor to god not to do whatever you're doing or to not do whatever you're doing so in that situation i think that it, it should be first of all if you're called to to preach to the lepers yeah. Uh, I think you should do it, um, and I think, you know, whatever whatever circumstance comes out of that, uh, there's something far better in it than just you know, chancing your health, chancing your life. Um, but I do think that fear is a good motivator to be cautious. So when doing something like that, take all the precautions you can. Yeah. Right, and that's for anything not just lepers. I mean, I, we probably won't run into that problem here, but, uh, but we can run into a different kind of problem, like with this COVID thing where we can't even talk to people or be around people. We're all quarantined and uh, self-isolated, right? Yeah. And so with that, you know, people have this conception of fear where we can't talk to anybody or do anything, um, and which is true, but at the same time, we should use that fear to drive us to God so that we're able to utilize it for what he'd have us to do within the parameters of the way he would have us to do it. That doesn't mean we should just go out and just disrespect everyone else's self-quarantine because we feel like God is calling us to do something. No, we should do it in a very uh, loving and godly way. I, I think that's, that's what's missing from today's churches is everyone wants to just do what they're called to do. They want the zeal. They have the zeal. And they want to go out and do it because they have the zeal and they're zealous, but they don't have the knowledge. They don't have the compassion. And so they just go out and do it, and it just ruins their, their it ruins the image of Christ, really. And it ruins the image of whatever church or, or company that they're a part of. So that's just my, my thought on it. Fear is okay if it's used properly. And in fact, the Bible speaks about many people who are afraid. Moses was afraid. Uh, several times he was afraid. In fact, he was afraid to even go talk to Pharaoh, let alone talk to God. Uh, he, David had fear. Um, Peter, Paul even, several others, and they've mentioned it. And the reason they mention it is because it's a normal thing for people to be afraid, and Christians in particular, to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid. But it's not okay to let your fear 
drive you away from what you're supposed to do. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. All right. Well, the last topic. And, um, spoiler alert. This big, is, big spoiler alert. Only uh, if you watch the show. Yeah, this is about the masked singer. So if you, if you watch the show and you, and you don't want to hear the rest of this, go ahead and skip through it. But uh, we're going to talk about the winner. I'm, uh, season three. I'm a little upset. Me too. I don't know if I, if I should say it, who it is, but I was hoping that this particular person would win. And then he unmasked, and I was surprised on who it was. I kind of was too, and then I got excited because I got a, I get a chance to listen to that person's music again. Because I used to listen to their music when I was younger. A lot. And I didn't even know you still write music. I know. And I kind of forgot about him. And then... So we're talking about the turtle. Yeah. Um, and I, he was one of my favorites from the beginning. And I thought for sure he was yeah, going to win. Yeah, he was one of my favorites, too, from the very beginning. He just, he's, got that good, he's just got a good voice. Everything he sang was just spot on. And I didn't know that the person that unmasked... Was that person? Was that person? I wasn't expecting. I, know. I wasn't expecting that. And I know they guessed it, but I was just like, "There's no way. That's that sounds stupid," and yet they guessed it right. So I don't know. If you are upset about it, you can call in. I'm sorry. The turtle should have won instead of. I didn't say the turtle didn't win. You just said it. I was trying not to spoil oh, anything. Sorry. And here, here you go, spoiling <laughs> stuff. So if you haven't seen it, sorry. It's, you blame my wife. Call in and yell at her. Sorry. <laughs> we can use the call-in function for a lot of different stuff. So, um, yeah. I spoiled it. Unbelievable. But I didn't say who the winner was, so. Well, it's got to be one of the three. <laughs> yeah. It's obviously not the turtle. Um, all right, well, let's move on to the song of the day which is Ooh. burn the ships by for king and country i love that whole album i listened to that i could listen to that album like all day every the, day the name of the album is burn the ships but there's a song called burn the ships on that album and uh it's just about uh leaving your old self your old stuff behind yep. burning it walking away Moving forward. Reaching for better. Yeah. Yeah. And then the movie that I want to recommend to you guys to watch is I Can Only Imagine. Um, it's based on a true story of Bart Millard, who is the lead singer of Mercy Me. I don't know. what. Do you know what, what religion he's a part of or what church he's a part of? No. I think he's a part of a Pentecostal church. I could be wrong, but... Um, but yeah, it's a good movie. Worth watching. Before you start the next segment, you should do like a little break in between. Why? I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool, like separating. Well, I do. I, I say, uh, now for the Bible study. And then there's a little, you know, thing that goes right there. Oh, the music and stuff? I don't, I don't remember. I did it last episode, but yeah. I'll do it again this episode. Yeah. But, but yeah, the Bible study. I've already done the break. So uh, we read in Isaiah 26, Matthew 15, 
Ephesians 5, and Psalm 80. It says Psalm 79. I forgot to change that, but it is Psalm 80. 80. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so if you want to pause, get those Bible chapters ready, uh, go ahead and do that. But I'm going to continue on. Isaiah 26, in verse 4, it says, Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. Yeah. That some have asked, so when do you finally stop trusting that God will and just do it? And the answer is written right here. Trust ye in the Lord forever. That's good. Isaiah 26, 5 says, For he bringeth down them that dwell on high, the lofty city, he layeth it low. He layeth it low, even to the ground. He bringeth it even to the dust. I said, God will either humble you by salvation or by force. Either way, you will end up on your knees. Philippians 2.10 says that uh, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall shall bow. bow. My entry to this was, what a great reminder that God is with those that love him. Those that are saved get to experience the mercy, peace, and love of God. Those that are not with, with him have an end that none would desire. And the saved know it, and that must worry them. In fact, the fear of the, your fear for the lost should drive you to tell them the gospel. That's a good fear. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want them to spend an eternity in hell. We should not want even our greatest enemies to feel the wrath of God. We desire that they would, if they are openly rebellious to him, that they would feel the wrath. But we also should desire that they would change their heart before it's too late. Anything to add to Isaiah? Mm-hmm. All right, Matthew 15, verse 2. It says, Why do thy disciples transgress the tradition of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. So it would be far more concerning to break the laws of God than the traditions of our fathers. Yeah. Matthew 15, 27. It says, And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. I said, even the smallest bit of mercy and love from God is more than we can carry. That just takes a little tiny, I don't know, I just remembered the faith the size of a mustard seed. It's a tiny little thing. That's that, all needed. That verse, uh, you read that verse, it seems like Jesus is just being a jerk to this woman, right? She, she's coming and ask for help, and he says, why should I, you know, feed the dogs? He's calling her a dog. And, and her rebuttal to that was actually very clever. She says, and she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. And it, then it showed Jesus' compassion. It says, then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Testing. He was yeah, testing her testing faith. Out. And she proved it. Um, Dio Moody on uh, verse 27 which says and she said truth lord yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table moody quote yay i forgot to say that (laughs) um he said don't be satisfied with crumbs go for the whole loaf it's good that's good my entry to this was the work of christ never stopped he was fully god and fully man and Though as fully man, he was bound to be tired, but as fully God, his desire was to show compassion, 
Even after he took some time to rest, he was still healing and cleansing. Then he did not want them to leave without food, and he was willing to get them food so that they would not die walking the three days back where they came. He had compassion on those that stuck by him for so long. This should be the desire of the church today. We should have compassion on anyone that we come in contact with, even if they are someone that hates us. Have compassion. Always. Jesus' whole life was just filled with having compassion for people that either hated him or uh, just, just didn't understand, just couldn't fathom. Ephesians 5, verse 1, it says, Be therefore followers of God as dear children. Oh, this is a great verse. It is, because we need to be like children. We need to, like, want to learn and listen. Well, some kids don't want to learn and listen, but... No, but we, we, should, we should treat him as a father. Yeah, definitely. I said, dear children want nothing more than to follow whom they love. How much do you love God? Yeah. Verse 26, it says that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. And this is speaking to husbands towards their wives. I said, the only way to refresh your spouse is through the words of everlasting life. You think about this verse gives you kind of a picture of how, how it should be, right? Uh, let's say you're bathing your wife. I mean, that's a, it's a, weird, it's a weird mental process, but <laughs> stay with me. Say you're bathing your wife, right? You want to clean her and take care of her and make sure that she's okay, right? And, and this analogy, this, this mindset is the same, but instead of physically bathing, you're spiritually bathing your wife yeah. with these words. You want to cleanse her and, and take care of her and make sure she's okay. And that is best used through the word of God is what this says. Maybe when I'm 90. What? You could take care of me that way. <laughs> 90? Yeah, or 80. No, you should be doing it now. If you're married. No, I'm talking about physical. Oh. Dating when I'm, I can't do it by myself. I'm super, super old. You can't do it by yourself now. I can. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <clears throat> anyway. My entry to this was, I think this may be one of the most important lessons for how a church is to be run. We are taught and informed on our most important priority in ministry, our wife, our spouse. A good partnership in the home makes for a successful church. If you cannot be the proper example of a godly marriage through your own personal marriage, how do you expect anyone to take the bride of Christ with any great honor? Our marriage is the example of Christ's marriage to the church. And if our marriage does not replicate that, then our marriage is a sham. It's not real. Psalms 80, verse 3, it says, Turn us again, O God, and cause thy face to shine, and we shall be saved. I like this verse a lot. I, I, you read the Bible so many times, right? But you, there's certain verses that you just never really read before. Like, you've read them, but you just never really got the context from them. And this time... I got the context from it, and I just really liked it. I, my note from it was, Revival will never come until we have a genuine desire to be turned to God again. And I like how he, he starts, he says, Turn us again, oh God. Turn us, please. We are begging you to just turn us back to you. You do it. You force us to turn. In Psalms 80, verse 14, it says, Return, we beseech thee, O God of hosts. Look down from heaven and behold and visit this vine. 
I said it does not hurt the Christian to beg before God, and it especially helps if you are begging for his presence. My entry to this is look at all these psalms, these lyrics that describe the mindset of the Christian and the love and mercy of the Lord. We can feel, we all can feel a connection to these words and situations because they are still relevant today. They are a blessing for any reader of the Bible looking for comfort from the Lord, looking on how to pray the right prayers or looking to be inspired for the work set before you. This psalm speaks specifically about the Son of Man, the man of God, the Savior, the proof of our salvation. When a song represents Christ as holy and one with God, it will surely bless the Christian's heart. It will surely bless the Christian's heart. Anything to add? No. All right. Well, that's it. Next Tuesday, next Monday, rather, sorry, we have a new Ecclesiastes uh, episode coming out. Uh, we're going to record another one this week, hopefully, maybe tomorrow. Um, so that will come out next month. And, uh, yeah, and then don't forget next month also we have uh, uh, the new food vlogs coming out every last Tuesday of the month. So exciting stuff. I mean, it's really exciting. Yeah. The food vlogs and the conclusion series take a long time to edit and record. So those are the ones that I really want you to watch. This also takes a while to do, especially for the trailers and stuff. But uh, these are like hit and miss. Like if you watch it, you watch it. If you don't, you don't. If you listen to it, you listen to it. It's not a big deal. Um, although I would love you to listen to everything, especially if it helps you or it encourages you. This is the only reason I do this, is so it hopefully encourages those that are listening. Um, yeah, and it's also personal. It's for me as well, so I can look back on it and say, hey, remember when we talked about this? Remember when we were dealing with this particular situation? Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of things that are happening behind the scenes that I haven't spoken about here. I'm not completely transparent. I, I can't be. I can't afford to be. But I try my best to be as transparent as possible on these episodes so that they're relevant to the situations that we're going through so that way we can look back and be like, this is how we got through it, and this is what we did. So, um, yeah, if you're going through anything or if this episode helped you, leave us a comment or uh, call on Anchor, better yet. Call on Anchor, let us know. Tell us. Talk to us. We want that. I desire that. And yeah. I would love to put you on to the next episode. Um, we're going to do two more episodes after this one and uh, take a little bit of a break and then come back for season two of Try by Fire. So, yeah. If Is that you have. The next one? Yeah, after this one, there's two more episodes. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. If you have any questions or if you want some questions answered for the next podcast, call into Anchor. And that's it. Or topics to talk about? Yeah, if you have any topics that you want us to discuss, I'll gladly do it. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, goodbye. Bye.